It's the podcast that breaks down the biggest stories in Clarksville for the entire week. It's the Clarksville Rundown. My name is Ryan Pluckelman. The, uh, joining me, as always, the editor-in-chief of ClarksvilleNow.com, hey, Ryan. Chris Smith. Hello! How are you doing? Good. We have a very special episode this time around. We do. We do, because we have two of the biggest fans of the podcast. Uh, our daughters are on the rundown. No. Meg Smith. Hello. Ava Pluckelman. Hi. Yeah, it's a family affair. That's right. This is exciting. The two most beautiful women on the planet, with the possible exception of their mothers. Exactly. <laughs> who have the best, yeah, yes, who, who have the best dads. That's, that's gotta right. be, that's gotta be tough growing up, having such great dads. That's so difficult, telling everyone how awesome our dads are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets tedious. <laughs> Do you, now Meg, I want to know, your dad mm-hmm. has been in the news business for a long time. He's, since you've been alive. Yeah. And in Clarksville, he was originally at a newspaper here and then he, he comes to ClarksvilleNow.com. But I think your dad is almost synonymous with the news in Clarksville. Has that ever like backfired on you being his daughter? Like, did people come to you in class and say, like, your dad got a headline wrong or, or something along those lines? Well, I don't have people telling me he's done something wrong, but a lot of times <laughs> well, he does very few things wrong. I got to give Chris a lot of credit. Like Chris rarely ever makes a mistake. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I think a lot of my peers, a lot of times are not looking at the news. So that's an unfortunate thing. But um, I do see I get sometimes dad will tell me like, oh, what's going on during mm-hmm. the day? And he's like, but you can't tell your friends. So I think that's the only holdback is sometimes he's got to he's got to tell us stuff for the fun of it. Yeah, keep things on the down low. Got to keep it yeah. on the down low. Yeah. Only Secret information. <laughs> yeah. This is the only Smith's information. Do not until this goes to press. Mm-hmm. You can't say a word. So you have Clarksville now security clearance is what I'm hearing. Slightly so, yes, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> and Avis, I've, I've been on the radio in Clarksville since, I mean, we, we got here. You were like, what, two years old when mm-hmm. we moved here. Was that kind of weird growing up with a dad that was people could hear? Well, it was mostly cool, but would ha- what would happen a lot in school is I would come in Monday morning to my class and my teacher would be like, hi, Ava, I heard this thing about you. And I would be like, I didn't tell you that. You heard that on the radio. <laughs> so people knew a lot more about me than I was telling them. You know, it's a downside of having dads who run the news, the local news, and are, you know, Jack John on the radio on a regular basis. That was one of the reasons I stopped writing a, uh, the parenting humor column. I wrote a parenting humor column for five years. And when my kids started getting old enough that they were like aware that I was writing this column and then they would say, Hey, you know, they do something funny and they'd say, Hey, you should put that in the column. And I'm like, all right, this is, this is reaching the end. This is a- actually affecting my life. It's like my life in a microscope. Oh so, yeah. Did your dad ever put something in the daddy on board column that you were like, dad, come on. No, I think I always look back and reading those and I was like, oh yeah, that's what we did. But I think now hearing about what I did on the radio is always a bit interesting. So Mm -hmm. now just getting that fresh, Ava, I'm surprised you were dealing with it all your life. (laughs) 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 You learn. I'm learning fast. (laughs) No, we are so proud of both of you. Yeah. And we thought it was funny because um, we, we really weren't sure if anyone was listening to this thing. Right. We're just like, OK, we're just going to go sit in the studio. And we're going to talk about the news Throw this out there. <laughs> Hope somebody happens to be picking it up. Vacuuming. Right. Or something. Along. Right. Yeah. And then both of you like you didn't coordinate with each other. No, no. But both of you reached out about the rundown podcast differently for different reasons, separately for different reasons. 
With notes. With Hey, this isn't the way that happened. <laughs> right. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And we're like, oh my God, that's so crazy. Because you gals grew up together, mm-hmm. but you know, high school and college happens and you, you go live your own life. And I know Meg, you're in, you're in Florida, graduated from FSU, mm-hmm. which is amazing. We're so proud of you for that. And now you're going off and get, I can't believe she's got a real grown up job. Yeah. Like yeah. she's going to have a grown up job and a grown up life because she still is like 12 years old to me. Right. Right. You know, and same with, same with Ava. Ava's got a apartment mm-hmm. and is getting her doctorate and all that stuff. And it's just, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. These are grown children. I know. Hard to believe. <laughs> I don't Actual know if adults. it feels real to you, but I know I'm always freaked out. It's like, I'm still 12. Like, how am I going to work this <laughs> oh, yeah. job? Like, it's so scary. <laughs> like, <To> me- <laughs> I was babysitting the other day and I said something and then the kids listened and I was like, what? I'm an authority figure now? <laughs> People listen when I talk? It's a it's a it's a great moment when you find like, mm-hmm. find out that kids finally listen to you oh, after yeah. all these years of trying to get them to do that. Then you have to act like you know what you're talking about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pressure when you have to be an authority on <laughs> things. Yeah. So Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a Christmas special. This will be Aaron. Yeah. People are going to be, you know, they're going to be, you know, drunk on eggnog. They're going to have just be, you know, drowning in Christmas paper wrappings, listening to this podcast. So, um, and thinking about Christmas memories. So, what are you, some of y'all's memories of Christmas um, in Clarksville or in your family, or what's what stands out to you? Yeah, let's let's talk about Christmas in Clarksville. Well, one of my favorite things is always making um, snowmen when it mm. would snow. And yeah. last year we actually had a white Christmas for the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. And I really, I, that's one of the things I always remember is hanging out in the snow and being able to go sledding maybe the next day up in Glenwood mm-hmm. and we'd be running down the hill and not running into the big tree, hopefully. <laughs> um, but that's one of my little quick ones. What about you, Ava? Well, if I can say something controversial, our Uh-oh. family... Uh-oh. Every year watches Die Hard for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. We, we didn't watch it when you were little. No, no. We waited until violent. it was an appropriate age. Right. They were but, all teenagers by the time we started that tradition. But yeah. it's one of my favorites because, you know, like it's it's hard to find a show that everyone will watch when you've got, you know, kids of our age. And so I like that we all do it together. Um, and it's a great movie. It's got family values. John mm-hmm. McClane is a family man trying to get back to his family. Mm-hmm. He might have to shoot some people along the way, but that's, that's, <laughs> you know what? It's good. So Merry Christmas. You are firmly on the side that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yes. Good. I raised you right. Well, see, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, but what is a Christmas movie? <laughs> is, um, the existential dread you get from watching It's a Wonderful Life while your dad sobbed next to you on the couch. Wait, our he cries? Oh, yes. You cried It's a Wonderful Life? I, there's like five or six times in It's a Wonderful Life where I just go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I start, you know, Meg will look over and there's tears just pouring down my face. Which of course, it's me crying and then mom's crying and everybody in the house starts crying. Okay, yeah. see, we have a different experience at our house because now we've added lethal weapon to the roster of christmas movies too yeah. just like violence what's with all the violence well and here's an existential dread yeah. out of die hard <laughs> well no because i've seen it and i know it's going to turn out okay at the end mm-hmm. but you know it's going to turn out okay at, at the end too if it's a wonderful yeah, life that's not a new me, movie it's me in the feels yeah yeah it does i love th- this perfectly encapsulates what the difference is in the Smith house and the Pluckman house, <laughs> you know, like you guys are watching. It's a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. 
Do you guys talk about your feelings before you unwrap presents too? Like kind of? Oh, it depends. Depends if mom's crying yet or not. <laughs> yeah. See, that's, that's territory that leads to arguments. So it's yeah. best, best yeah, to just, get just, away from yeah. yeah. The feelings you're getting is just crying, watching It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, how does that make you feel? Why does it make you feel? You know, right. Well, because I'm still mad about blank. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't want to go down the route. So you're watching the sentimental Christmas classics. We're watching action movies that take place during Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Home Alone is, that's an action movie that takes place during Christmas. There you go. Mm-hmm. Gremlins? Do you guys watch Gremlins at Christmas? No. No? I, I actually don't know what that know is. I don't know if I've ever seen Gremlins. I know it came out when I was in high school. What? I should have watched it, but it. <laughs> I didn't like horror movies, and I know Gremlins isn't technically a horror movie, but yeah. Wow. Now, here might be a joining movie. Do y'all watch Muppet Christmas Carol? No. Not usually. You would love it. Have you seen it? (laughs) Uh, Have we seen it, honey? You a while ago, yeah. Okay. You need to watch Muppet Christmas. It is the best version of the Christmas Carol story Mm -hmm. because it actually has the words from Dickens, and it pays respect to Dickens, but all through humor. It's Michael Caine acting his butt off in front of a bunch of Muppets. It's wonderful. Because we do need a couple more movies in the Mm -hmm. repertoire. To pad it out. Oh, yeah, because it's Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lethal Weapon, and then Gremlins. And then we'll generally watch something else. Well, and there's, like, nothing better than those Muppet movies where you have, like, a real human actor acting like they're acting with other real humans, but it's puppets. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the commitment that they give is something to treasure mm-hmm. this yeah. holiday. Yeah. Like Treasure Island Muppet Edition. <laughs> Tim Curry. That's a good one. Yeah. A classic all the way around. So I hope people are now arguing over whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie mm-hmm. and which movies they're going to add, add to their uh, their Christmas watching yeah. repertoire. Um, Muppet Christmas is definitely okay. Christmas Carol. Should we watch that this year? Sure. All right, yeah. we're going to watch, we're going to put Mupp- Muppet Christmas in. Will you guys watch Lethal Weapon then? <laughs> yes. In exchange. I actually there do enjoy that movie a lot. Whether it's a Christmas movie, I think there's good arguments on both sides. Look at you playing yeah. Switzerland over there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't have strong feelings, but I, I find it a fascinating argument, but I, I'm not mm. about to go down on one side. <laughs> Unless you really want me to, to throw it out there. Chris really I'll wants to make sure that he doesn't you. make any of the readers at ClarksvilleNow.com angry <laughs> by picking a side and whether or not die hard. A fair and objective <laughs> on, this, on this question. No. All right. Yeah. Christmas decorations. One of the things that our houses have in common when it comes to Christmas is both of our Christmas trees. And I love this. And so I give this, I say this term lovingly are what I refer to as Christmas vomit because your Christmas tree, your house, Meg Mm -hmm. is, is beautiful. It's, 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 it's ornaments from, you know, the kids homemade stuff that you probably made 15 years ago. You don't even remember you made, you know, and it's just all, there's no theme on the tree except Things that the family mm-hmm. has collected along the way. And that is our Christmas tree well, as well. Well, the theme is family. And that's the best theme because you get to bring up the memories each year every time as you're putting them on the tree. You know, I know Cohen, Evelyn and I all have first Christmas ornaments. And then you guys, you and mom have like a first house ornament. And it's really cool to see all of them. What is your favorite ornament on the tree? We'll start with Meg. Oh, man. Well, we have a lot of fun ornaments that we like to keep at the top of the tree. We got the, um, we have a, what's, what is it? There's a guy 
who has all these fancy things that he's holding. Oh, the Mexican guy? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's a Mexican, like, paper fortune doll. So he's holding, like, a wad of cash in one hand Mm -hmm. and, um, like, a house in the other, Mm -hmm. and he's smoking a cigar. Where did you get this? He was given to us by a friend. (laughs) (laughs) What? Michael also gave us a devil ornament. Yeah, which we also keep at the top of the tree next oh, to the angel. Satan, Satan ornament, yeah. Why would you? <laughs> you have a friend that gives you ornaments that you're not quite sure you, you can. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, I know. About. Absolutely, yeah. I know who that is. And I want to assure everybody that Chris is probably the most church-going person I know, especially in this building. There's not a Sunday that goes by that Chris is not in church, so... Yeah. So and just, one of my best friends is an atheist who likes to give me satanic ornaments every year. Does he do that to kind of try and get a, a rise out of you or? I think so. <laughs> I think he just wants to balance our tree out. <laughs> he, he was also the one, um, one of our two, the first two children's books that we received for our kids. Uh, one of them was a Bible board book. Mm-hmm. And the other one was a Darwin's Origin of Species board book. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I haven't seen that one in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's it's somewhere in there. We'll have to go home and find it. <laughs> okay. Uh, other than our crazy ones, we've got some nice little pet ones. I like that they've always been paired together on the tree. You have Jackie uh, Kennedy. Jackie Kennedy mm-hmm. Christmas decorations we as well. We have uh, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. And a, um, uh, Frederick Douglass. Hmm. Very they're cool. All, they're, all, they're all the same collection. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Ava, what is your favorite Christmas decoration on the tree ornament? I think it's our Spock ornament from Star Trek. We do have a Spock ornament. We have two Star Trek ornaments mm-hmm. on the tree. The Enterprise. Yeah. And Spock. Spock yeah. was a childhood nickname of mine. I've kind of outgrown it because I'm a little less logical and cynical now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it still has a special place in my heart. A little less logical and cynical. Yeah. Has college done that to you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Moves you more toward the McCoy side. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Now that I'm going into healthcare. Yeah. (laughs) Christmas is a fun time, though, and it's great to have, you know, these moments now where, you know, when you're when you're young, you're like, oh, well, they'll always be around for Christmas. And then as you get older and now, you know, Meg, you're getting ready to start. Your grown-up life, sort of a grown-up job, and getting an apartment and all that stuff. And Ava, you got you know, an apartment and you got your own kind of life going on. The, the holidays, when everybody kind of comes back together, it makes them even a little sweeter, mm-hmm. a little more. Uh, you know, just you, you cherish those moments because they they happen so rarely now. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you're off doing your own thing. Yeah, and we're about to miss Meg for Christmas this year. Yeah, it's my first Christmas away. Oh, no. what are you going to miss most about? Christmas in Clarksville being away. Oh, well, so the Smith family likes to host a in-between party for the Christmas Eve services we yeah. have at our church. And that is always a great deal of fun. We have some other family friends come in that go to the church and we always have different kind of soups on and eggnog and Christmas music playing. And it's the first year that we're not really going to have that as a big group because I know one of our other family communities will not be there for Christmas, but... Mm. I think just knowing knowing how it used to be and keeping that in mind is always nice. And someday I feel like we'll all be able to get back together again like that. And but for now, just trying to create some more new Christmas memories will at yeah. least do some justice to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're all grown up, both of you. Yeah. So f- food wise, Ava, what do you guys do at Christmas? Well, do some special food wise. Our favorite thing to make is pizzellies. 
It's they're an Italian cookie. You make them with an iron. It's kind of like a waffle iron, but it's like a decorated kind of like floral pattern. Oh, I think I've had those. Yeah, yeah you've had them because we gave them to you. Yeah. Yeah. We, we make them You got, had them from us. <laughs> and they are just so, so good. They You have to like, you're sitting like, like with making waffles, you're sitting there at the iron, you know, waiting for it to go. It's a tedious process, but they're just so delicious. Mm-hmm. And then the past few years, we've been like, they don't start crisp. They cool off and then they're crisp. So when they're still malleable, you can turn them into a cannoli shell. Oh. And we use them to make cannolis Christmas Eve. And that's pretty legit. I now, highly recommend. Right. Now, the traditionalists will say that that is not, in fact, a cannoli because it's not fried. But well, it's the closest thing we can get in Clarksville. Yeah, I'm not going to get out the deep fryer Christmas <laughs> Eve. Like We're just yeah. going to have to go with the Pizzellis. <laughs> so true story. I don't know whoever invented the home waffle maker, mm-hmm. but anytime the kids would be like, hey, let's have waffles. That is the worst breakfast ever because you're making them one at a time. And yeah. when you've got five people in the house, you need to make 15 waffles, right? Yeah. Or, by the time you've got one meal ready, you know, it's going to be cold. Right. You know, and it's one at a time. Yeah. It's you're just making one and okay. who's it? And, you, and with pancakes, you can knock out. 20 pancakes and the time it takes to make two waffles. Yeah. So I'd always do the misdirect and go like, are you guys sure you don't want pancakes? I know <laughs> so everyone loves waffles. that's what you wa- were doing. <laughs> I love waffles. Pancakes are good too, but this is where I say, why don't you have two waffle makers? That's smart. You know why we don't have two waffle makers? You'll figure that out the second you got to make rent on that first month <laughs> on your own. You know, it's going to happen. You're going to have four waffle ex- makers. Right. When you're young. Exactly. When you're young and you have no responsibilities, you're like, you know what? I don't know why my parents don't have 15 waffle makers just lying around the house. And then as you get older and when you're, you don't do it on a checkbook, everything's online and you're like, oh, I got to pay this. And then you look at what's left over at the end of the month and you'll be like, this is why mom and dad did not have two waffle makers. <laughs> well, here's, here's another solution. We're all old enough to use the waffle iron now. You say you make yours and then you eat it and then somebody takes another shift making waffles. Like there are ways around this, dad. Yeah, we can do it. If true. you believe we can have waffles. Do you really want to make waffles, Meg, in the morning, or you just want to enjoy a cup of coffee and let mom and dad do it? Well, I don't drink coffee, so I'll gladly watch <laughs> really? mom and dad make waffles. You got through college without coffee. I know. I just that's I, imp- they yeah. should add that, like, because you got magna cum laude, right? Yes. So, like, Meg Smith, bachelor's degree. Magna cum laude, free of coffee. <laughs> you get a special one of those one of those, those cords. Cord, yeah. It's a coffee covered colored cord. Like did all of this with no coffee. No coffee. So how did did you have no caffeine at all? Well, so I used to drink a lot of energy drinks, but after a while, like I realized that it was fully placebo for me. Uh-huh. And so then I tried tea, and then I realized having caffeine makes I crash super quickly. Uh-huh. So I get super sleepy after thirty minutes. After being really anxious. And so after that, I just don't need caffeine. I'll just drink so some So too water. much anxiety and too much of a crash. So yeah. you just like pushed away from it. Yeah. your dad lives on this stuff. It, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I You're, live on this stuff. Oh, your dad is constantly making pots of coffee back there all yeah. the time. That's I always right. know there's going to be coffee because your dad just drinks it all day long. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite, favorite things about coming home for the holidays is like when I'm at my apartment or my dorm or whatever, I have to make my own coffee in the morning. And so I have to wait until I wake up and then I have to make my own coffee. I know I live a really hard life, but when I'm at home (laughs) for the holidays, dad gets up before me and he makes the coffee. So I wake up, I come downstairs and it's right there for me and even like sets out the mugs. And I'm like, man, this is luxury. This is all I need to be happy. This is my hope. The problem is 
you're going to get weak coffee if Ryan's the one who makes it because Ryan doesn't believe in good coffee. He believes in this weak stuff. <laughs> I believe in great blonde coffee. Blonde roast stuff. You know, it's science. Blonde roast actually has more caffeine than dark roast. That the is darker, a pack the, of lies. the more you cook the bean, the more you, the more you, 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 you get that. You know, you're, you're, you're. He's baking it. No, they. That's not the roast. Term. Roast. Yeah. The longer you roast the bean, the less caffeine it has. So yeah. Dad's had that's a coffee renaissance lately. Oh he yes. He grinds his own mm-hmm. beans. Yep. Like he has. We have preferred roast. Don't give my dad ground coffee. If you're buying him coffee, it better be whole beans because he's going to grind it himself. And I got the hand grinder. And yeah. It's the loudest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So every morning, <laughs> I've like go outside and do it so I don't wake everybody up at 5 a.m. on grinding my own coffee beans in the morning. Mm. But it's worth it for that artisan cup of coffee yeah. that I get every morning. Exactly. And now I, my hope is by doing that. Because someday, you know, you're going to find somebody and you're going to start your own family and you're going to go over to that person's family's house for for Christmas. And when you They're go down real coffee, well, well maybe, maybe they will, maybe they won't. <laughs> but you're going to go downstairs. There's going to be no coffee. They're going to be like, you know, you can make your own. And you'll be like, oh, this is why I wanted to. We're going Christmas. to my family next year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got to set the tone, right? Right. Like, keep up, other family. <laughs> What do you mean I have to make it in a Keurig? <laughs> <laughs> My dad has the coffee ready for me when I walk downstairs. <laughs> well, gals, That's we're sweet. we're incredibly happy that you're home. Um, we're sorry you're going to miss Christmas, Meg. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll make next Christmas even sweeter. Exactly. Um, right. But yeah, we hope everybody in Clarksville has an incredible Christmas. I know it's been kind of a weird year um, with the tornado and, and all of that. And there's a lot of people hurting for the holidays. But I hope that everybody who has experienced the tornado in a, in a very, in a very strong way, had their, their property destroyed, lost things can at least get a little bit of joy can have a moment on Christmas to just make let that memories. exactly make some new memories mm-hmm. and, and, and let that, you know, kind of forget about it for half a second while you enjoy Christmas here in Clarksville. Um, gals, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks thank for you. having us. Yeah. And thanks for listening to the Clarksville rundown. This is a Clarksville now original podcast.